It's time for the Raging Cajun Army. The only place where it's all Cajuns all the time. Kick is on its way, and the kick is good! Cajuns win! 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 A 50-yard field goal! And time expires by Brent Bear in Louisiana! Nation, welcome in to another edition of the Raging Cajun Army. Matt Miguez here, Jerry Abear across from me, and Josh Jagno, aka Man About Town, calling in again from Houston, Texas. I mean, what a they trooper, just, man! They, they just don't want him to come what home. A trooper. Do what I can. I, I do what I can, guys. And you know, we'll we'll open this episode with a new segment that I'd like to call the Raging Cajun Two Minute Drill. And in, in this segment, what we're going to do every week is we're going to spend some time recapping the week for every um, Louisiana program that, you know, may, may not be talked about so much in the media. Um, you know, your, your soccer team, your volleyball team, um, track and field, tennis. Obviously, you know, track and field and tennis, there's not a whole lot to talk about with you guys right now. Seasons are not haven't started yet or just barely getting underway. Um, but you know we'll 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 spend some time here in the weeks to come talking about you guys, and we'll talk about basketball and baseball and softball and whatnot. Um, I'll start with basketball. Um, you know, men's and women's. The, obviously, the kickoff to the season is coming in just a couple weeks, but the kickoff party is this Tuesday. Fan jam at the historic Earl K. Long Gymnasium. I want to say it starts at seven. Um, there will be. A three-point contest by both programs. There will be a skills challenge by both programs. There will be a student half-court shot competition to win sideline passes for the Troy game. Um, so, you know, a lot of fun things going on. Free admission, free food. Um, I want to say that there's going to be some live music there as well. Um, so, you know, all around, I guess I guess you consider that a basketball version of Fan Day. So, you know, great opportunity there for the basketball programs. I, I see a lot of potential from both programs this season. Um, soccer, you know, tonight they had a game on the road against Texas State. Checking the score right now, it looks like they're going to drop that one to the Bobcats, one nothing. Um, but you know, Lance Key has done a phenomenal job with this program. They're off to a six and well, you know, but tonight they'll be six and five. But I want to say that that already matches their win total from the last two years combined. Um, so you know, major props to what Lance Key has done. Baseball tomorrow morning, there is a um, inter squad scrimmage at Russo Park that is free and open to the public. Um, go out if you can. If you hear this episode before, you know, 11 o'clock tomorrow morning, go out and go out and support the guys. 
Um, you know, big big things coming from Matt Deggs and company for baseball this year. Softball made an announcement. Well, was part of an announcement today. The University of Florida dropped their season schedule, and the Rage of Cajuns are on it. Um, there will be a weekend series in Gainesville. I want to say in March. Um, so that's big news for the university. Big news for the program. And um, you know, that's basically gonna do it for the first edition of the two minute drill. Um, and now, you know, we'll we'll talk about the next football game that is, and that is Arkansas State. And, you know, Jerry and Josh, I know that, um, you know, we, we've spent a, a whole lot of time talking about, about App State. So Arkansas State may not 100% be on the forefront, but what can you guys kind of see um, from this Red Wolves team? Obviously the injury bug has bitten them heavily this year um what what guy what what can you expect from the the cajuns what's the what's the game plan you want me to start yeah yeah. you you go go. Go ahead jerry i go first lucky me um well first of all i think arkansas state is one of those teams that you know the cajuns always they're always in a battle with right it's always a war um if and you know most people say that if the cajuns had a rival in football it would be arkansas state um and one of the kryptonites, if you will, of uh, both teams is that the visitor rarely wins. Um, I think it's safe to say since 1996, the Cajuns have won a total of three times in Jonesboro, so it's a hard place, and I think Arkansas State has won once since 95 uh, at Cajun Field, so um, that's one of the challenges from a mental standpoint, that it's very difficult to, the, to win as, a, as the visiting team. Um, Arkansas State, you're right. The injury bug has hit them quite, <laughs> quite hard. Um, one of the, their main injuries is, uh, is Logan Bonner, their starting quarterback. He's out for the year. But Alabama transfer, Lane Hatcher, has come in and has done a fantastic job uh, in his past as two games as a starter. He has a total of eight touchdowns with uh, four interceptions and uh, also – his um, his rating in the conference is a 188.8. So he's done a fantastic job coming in, filling that role for Bonner. Uh, they're one of those teams that, you know, they, they, they spread it out. They mix it up. Um, they, get, they get a little cute sometimes, but they know how to score points. And so I think the Cajun defense, being on the road in Jonesboro, they're going to have their work cut out for them. But at the same time, Arkansas State's defense hasn't really been playing too well. Uh, last week they gave up. What, over 600 yards to Georgia State? Yeah, uh, yeah something like that. 52 points the week before, even though they won at Troy, they gave up 43 points. They even gave up 28 points to FCS opponent Southern Illinois. So teams have been able to score on them. I think if there's any game for the Cajun offense to kind of step it up and re- respond after this past week, it would be this next week because it would be a good challenge on the road, especially against a team that's a little depleted with injuries. So uh, overall, I think it's going to be a challenge. I think this is one of those games where we're going to see what this the Cajun team is made out of coming off of a, a big a big loss to uh, App State. And um, again, I said in the last episode, I say it again. You know, even though the Cajuns lost the other night to App State, they win this game. They still control their destiny in the West, and they're five and two going into a bye. So that's why it's very important that that Coach Napier and his staff get this team prepared because yeah, it's a Thursday night game. The schedule's a little awkward, but you win this game, you get 16 days off with a five and two record. So very important game coming up. It's going to be very exciting. Like I said, the Cajun Arkansas State matchups are always a war outside of two years ago, of course. But uh, last year's game was a shootout. It was a lot of fun to watch, and hopefully the Cajuns can break that curse up in Jonesboro and 
come out on top and uh, come home with a five and two record. Let, let's let's talk about this, Josh. I'm I'm sorry, I'm gonna interrupt you. Um, I'm just I'm looking at the um, the statistics that Logan Bonner put up before he was injured. Do you know that in the first four games of the year, that cat had a thousand yards. Ten touchdown passes, too. Ten touchdowns and only one interception. Wow. Wow. I, I love the Cajuns' defense, and I speak highly of them time and time again, but I will say this. If Bonner was suiting up on Thursday night, I would be scared. <laughs> sure. I mean, look, Arkansas State is known for their offense. They, they put up points. I mean, look, you look at the scores here. Even against SMU, a top 25 team, they hung 30 on them. Now, granted, they gave up 37 and lost the game. And outside of the Georgia game, who might, who I mean, Georgia is a playoff team most likely this year, or possibly a playoff team. They got shut out. But every other game they put up over 30 points, 30 or more points. So they, they score. They know how to score. And I think uh, this is one of those situations where the Cajun defense, is, they're definitely going to have to play the same type of game that they played against App State to really kind of keep up because – you know, we know on the road in Jonesboro, Arkansas State can score points. So this is going to be a, it's going to be a challenge for the Cajun uh, defense. But Coach Ron Roberts has done a fantastic job this this season so far. So we're going to see this Cajun defense grow, uh, regardless of what happens. We're going to see them grow uh, this week against a good Arkansas State team. And you know, Josh, I, I want you to chime in. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to help you out, and I'm going to read you a few stats that um, that Arkansas State has put up, and I, and I want you to to elaborate on on how you feel. Um, you know, total yards per game for Louisiana, we average about 490 a game. Um, yards allowed for for Arkansas State's defense. They're sitting at about 536 yards allowed per game. Wow. I, well, I did say in the last plan, uh, in the last preview for App State that Billy built his team to beat App State in the hopes that it would by proxy, beat everybody else in the league. And I think that that's gonna, it's going to bear fruit over time. Anybody that knows App State, or excuse me, Arkansas State, they know they're going to score points. As long as Blake Anderson is there, you can bet they're going to be a 35 to 40 point uh, scorer a game. That's what they do. That's going to be his bread and butter. Uh, you know, I, I don't necessarily, look, this is a rivalry. You can say what you want about other teams in the league. Arkansas State is our rival. And, and it, it, just like Jerry said, they win at home and we win at home. Uh, I think this year is, I think the focus needs to be on the periphery. Uh, and also there's a psychological element to on both sides uh, to this game. I think, you know, I'd be remiss without mentioning you know, Blake Anderson and his struggles this year. And it's awful what happened to him and his wife, well, to his wife and, and for his family. It's awful. Uh, but they have a whole lot of stuff going on up there in Jonesboro this year. Uh, that's why I say it's kind of one of those situations where the stat sheet probably won't tell the tale. I think also for our side, it's it's uh, it, I don't want to call it a track game, but it's interesting. It's an interesting spot. You come off of a tough loss with a ton of buildup, and you're looking ahead to a bye. So I'm going to be interested to see where the players' heads are at. Not that I don't think that they can't handle something, uh, you know, a, a unique situation like this, but. It's just going to be interesting. Look, at the end of the day, they're still 18- to 22-year-old kids. You know, it, psychologically, it wears on you when, you know, a guy like Levi, who has such high standards for himself, uh, if you go in and you don't play necessarily up to your standard, how do you perform the next day, the next week? And how do you perform when you know you're going to get some, some days off after? 
and, and I use Levi because I know Levi holds himself to uh, the highest standard. But we're going to find out some some things about our maturity on our team. Uh, you know, on, on Thursday, right? We play on Thursday. Yes. Yeah. I, I think I think we're going to learn a lot about the maturity of the team uh, and, and the moxie of the team and how you know their ability. I, I said it before the, the the ability to respond to to chaotic situations or to crisis in the game or what have you. We have always done that. Uh, I think we kind of fell short a few times against App State, but this will be an opportunity to really show, you know, the mental toughness and the mental fortitude of this team. And, you know, uh, one, one, one minor unrelated stat that I want to mention before I get into my next point, um, I'm looking at the betting statistics. And going into the Wednesday game against App State, Louisiana was the only remaining undefeated team against the spread in the country. Um, obviously, you know, that went, that snapped Wednesday night against App State. They're now 5-1 and one against the spread. Arkansas State is 2-4 and four against the spread. Um, but, you know, my, my, my point that I wanted to bring up here is um, I want to talk about the receiver for Arkansas State, Omar Bayless. Um, yeah. Many many people regard him as the front runner for conference player of the year this year. Um, he's got 44 catches on the year for 843 yards and 10 touchdowns. Um, the the guys the guys a next level player. Um, clear, I, like I said last week about Akeem Davis Gaither, I think I think Bayless is going to be playing on Sundays also. Um, if you are Ron Roberts and Patrick Tony. Who is covering Omar Bayless this week? You got a duty? Uh, honestly, I don't know. I mean, I, I think. I mean, would, 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 you, they, would you put Jaquette or Jaquette? Would you go Garrett? Would you? Uh, I'd probably have to go Jaquette on that because here's the thing about Bayless. He's also tall. He's tall. Would you? Would you? Yep. Would you maybe? Would you maybe put a put a rover on him? Or we could do a cover too, man to man, and then. Get a safety over the top, right? Because you're you know, gonna have to double team them. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe jam go, them at the line. As, as, as much as as much as the size would be a thing, could we maybe counter the size with speed? Cover him one on one with Gare, and like you said, the cover two have maybe Deuce over the top. Possibly. I mean, is, I, I would I would guess that Ron. I think I think Ron Roberts would go with a single high because he'll still be able to run his man if he does that. And I, I still think that that's our best chance to win. That's when we play the best defense. Uh, so yeah, I, I can see that happening. Yeah, cover two. Yeah, um, you know, I, I, to to me, I'm I'm a traditionalist, especially when it comes to defense. I think I think the tr- traditional styles of of playing defensive football is what's going to win you games. You know, your cover twos, your cover threes. Um, you know, everybody talks about oh, you know, the cover six. Well, like who who has who has time for that? Don't get cute, man. Just you play know, play yeah, football. Don't get cute. And you know, yeah. I'll, I'll say I've said it once. I'll say it again. That was the problem against App State last week. We got cute. Yeah. Um, and I forgot that, who we were. We had that, all that, that, and that's not exactly right. That's not the style of football that we play. Um, we are a Alabama esque smash mouth. We're gonna run it down your throat football team. And we we shied away from that. Uh, and honest to God, I think if we if we played our style of football, I think we walk out of Cajun Field last Wednesday victorious. Well, I think the beauty of going into Arkansas State is I don't think Arkansas State Arkansas State's defense is nowhere near 
App State's defense. I think that, you know, I mean, I mean, look, Georgia State tore them to shreds last week, okay? If Georgia State can tear that team to shreds, and not discrediting Georgia State, I think Georgia State's a well-improved team. They're, they're well-improved, but, but let's, let's call it for what it is. Yes. If Georgia State can handedly defeat Arkansas State, and I don't want to use the distributive property here, right. but if Georgia State can handedly defeat Arkansas State, there is no question that we do not Handedly take care of business in Jonesboro, and I don't. And I, I agree. I don't. I don't see. I, I mean, look. I mean, you've got. I'm looking at the stats right here. I mean, they're giving up 215 rushing yards per game. 215. Guys, yeah, guys, can, Josh, can you hear? They're us? not stopping. They're not stopping Trinity. They're not stopping the Trinity. 300 plus. Look, I, I'm saying I hate Arkansas State. They're dirty. In fact, I don't even want to have my my star running backs on the same field because inevitably they're going to take a shot. And then I, you know, I just hate them. So, but but I do. This is the thing. The only thing that gives me pause is this: when you play a team like App State that has coaches that App State, does, you know, they put together a game plan that stops a running game that was number one in the country. They're kind of worried that it might be a blueprint. I don't think that they have the athletes. Like for example, I don't think they have, they have a nose tackle anything like number forty-eight. There's no way in hell he's going to be able to blow up the line as as often. As uh, 48 did for App State, so it's it's difficult to see how they stop us. Except if you take that into account that we just played a good team, they gave a blueprint. If they can borrow a few things from that, you know, assuming they have the talent, which they don't. But I'm just saying it's something to look out for. Uh, outside of that, man, I, you know, I don't think their coaching staff is even smart enough to do that. Right. I think I think at this at this point right now, you look at. You honestly, you look at the, um, you look at the situation that these past few games where Arkansas State has given up, they've given up 52 points to Georgia State. They've given up 50, uh, 43 points to Troy. I, the only, the the one redeeming factor that Arkansas State has going into this game is that they do have a bye, while the Cajuns have what eight days of rest. Yeah. So off of, off of a slobber knocker. Off of a bad game against a Georgia State team that really just manhandled them. You know. Yeah, they they need the rest. They needed that rest. And so, I'm with you. I don't see – I just don't think that – even with the, the the way the offense played last week against App State, I just – I think the Cajuns turn it back on. I I just – they're giving up – they're giving up over – they're giving up 215 yards uh, uh, per game. I don't know. Like you said, I don't know if they can stop that Trinity, man. No, I, they can't. I, I just because let's be totally and honest. They got injuries. I I don't. I, and I'm not trying to be a homer. I just don't see it right now. Yeah, let, let's let's not be homers. Let's not you know be biased towards the the program that that we call our favorite. But let's let's just look at the numbers and let's just be honest. There aren't many defenses in the country that are going to stop the Trinity. No. I no, can't. I can't and count. Look, I don't think. I don't think I can count on one hand the defenses that would shut down our three backs. Not that we're going to play for sure. And I, I'll say there's a bad combination when you don't have depth. And I don't care if it's because of injury or whatever. When you don't have depth and you have to stop a running game deep into the third and fourth quarter, those two things do not go together. No. No. And I, I think that. And again, with Arkansas State, I mean, look, I'm not trying to be mean, but. 
their defense is a little bit of a step down from what the Cajuns faced the other night Absolutely. against App State. Absolutely. Um, again, a little think, bit of a step down. It's, yeah. it's, uh, I mean, that's just that's just calling you. That's just calling you facts. I mean, just look at just look at last year and look what look what Andre Nunez and his crew did to App State to, to Arkansas State's defense. I mean, they tore them to shreds. They hung forty seven points. Crew. You know, so and I think this offense is a little bit better than what we saw last year. So. Um, Look, this is one of those games where we're going to see whether or not the Cajuns can respond after. Because, look, those players, man, they're not happy right now. They're not satisfied no. with the way they played the other night. I mean, anybody, nobody would be, you know. They, they, they know that they let themselves down. And they know that going into next week, okay, we need, to, we, need, we need to spruce it up and get it going again and get this machine rolling. And what better, what better game than to go up to Arkansas State, a Western Division opponent, Against a team that's a Western Division rival, rival, and not only that, but they're depleted. In, yeah. you know, health wise, that's a. I mean, it's a. I think the Cajuns have themselves a good scenario it's, here. It, it, it's a recipe for disaster, and you know, I'm not a fan of hot takes, but I tend to give a lot of them, um, according to to some fan bases. But you know, call call a spade a spade. Um, if I were Blake Anderson, and don't get me wrong, immense respect for the man. Absolutely. Um. Very tragic, like Josh mentioned earlier, what what he's had to endure over the last couple over the last couple of years, really. Um, hey, by the way, former Cajun coach. I mean, yes, we know he, the guy. He was he was the OC in in 07. 07. When I was a manager, I actually got to know him. Really good guy, um, and uh, he's done a, he's done a good job. I know some Arkansas State, some of the Arkansas State fan base have been a little impatient with him uh, uh, up until, of course, the tragic um, incident with his wife. But you know, there were some some years where they're like, man, he's He's gotten us to a certain point, but you know we, we haven't gotten past. We have a ceiling, right? Well, I think look, which is hilarious because uh, the certain point was three conference championships in a row and ten win seasons. But uh, going to bowl know, games, forget and, the fact that you're in Jonesboro and don't matter. Well, go, uh, yeah, ten wins not good enough. Going to bowl, going to bowl games every season since he has been the head coach there. I mean, what more could you ask for? Um, he's done a fantastic job there, and. Even in these in these stressful times, he's still done a good job with this team. And you know, one one thing that that I, I want to reiterate is uh, that, like like we were saying earlier, you know, if you're Blake Anderson and his staff, you are scared out of your damn mind for game planning how to stop this crew. I mean, there's just especially if you're a depleted defense. There's really – and Josh, correct me if I'm wrong. There's there's no way to do it. No, I don't think so. First of all, it's a bad matchup. We, we've already discussed this. It's a bad matchup for the, for the Arkansas State defense. This team, again, this team is built to beat the SEC's best. I'm sorry, SBC's best. It's going to work across the board. You, you can't go into a game with, with – a. I mean, look, they're slower uh, than what we just saw. They are not as sound. They're not as disciplined. They're not as deep, uh, and, and they're injured. So you know, it's a bad matchup from the beginning. And now you throw in the extra, the, the added pressures of you know having to. Look, he's going to have to shuffle in and out of. He's probably going to be playing freshman. Yeah. These guys have never seen anything like Kevin Dotson driving their their butts back and Mitchell running them clean over. It, it's just no. I, I just do not see it. And, and I'm not even trying to be a homer. And I'm not trying to be. Uh, look, I hate Arkansas State. If you're a Saints fan out there and you're listening, Arkansas State for me is a Falcons. They're Falcons. That, that, it's the same thing for me. They got the I same color. Guns. They have the same color too. Same, and when I see them, that's what I think. It makes me want to throw up. They 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 have 
been dirty over the years. Uh, it's just been a really good rivalry. They've been good. We've been good. It's been fun, but there's some animosity. Okay. And you know, yeah. let's 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 uh let let's give praise to App State for one thing. Um, I mean Arkansas State for one thing. Um, as as Saints fans, which we all three are, they gave us Demario Davis. They did. I'll give them that much. They did give us Demario Davis. Um. I'll so I mean, there, there's there's a lot to. Not, not so much as a Cajuns fan, but as a Louisiana sports fan, there's a lot to thank Arkansas State for. Um, and you know, one one thing we were talking, we were talking about Omar Bayless earlier. One thing I didn't mention is that they've got a receiver that is nearly as dangerous on the other side of the field in Kirk Merritt. Um, and you know, a lot of people don't know this because of he went to school halfway across the country, um, right out of high school. Merritt's a local kid. He went to Destrehan. Mm. Um, Did not know that. After after high school, he he signed a full ride with Oregon. Was was at Oregon for a year. Um, I want to say you know he had an issue with the coach or you know don't don't quote me on that. I don't remember what the story was. Um, He left Oregon after a year, went to a JUCO, and then this is his second year at Arkansas State. And um, I can actually remember. Year before last, when he was leaving that JUCO program, he wanted to come to UL for for reasons unknown. I mean, we know him, but we're not going to publicly discuss it. Um, he he chose to go to Arkansas State, and you know he's he's made a, a hell of a career for himself. I think he could be a, a late round draft pick for an NFL team who might need some wide receiver depth. Um, so you know, there, there's definitely some some matchup issues for the Cajuns as well as the Red Wolves in this game defensively. Um, granted, I think the de- uh, defensive mismatches for Arkansas State are heavier than than Louisiana's. But clearly, you know, if you're Ron Roberts and Patrick Tony and and you know the the defensive room, there's there's still a lot to game plan for. This game is not a game that you can easily overlook. And that's why, like, I, I want to reiterate to your point earlier, Josh, this is a trap game. Well, I think this is one of those games where, I mean, if you look at the stats, I mean, they're averaging, or Arkansas State is averaging 113 yards per game in the rushing attack, right? So they don't, they're they a passing team. I mean, they're averaging 307 over 317 yards in, in the air. So this is a game where the, the Cajun secondary, they're going to have their work cut out for them. They're going to have to prepare. They're going to have to practice hard and, and have a good game, a good game plan to scheme against Arkansas State's passing attack because they like to throw the football. I think if they can do that, if they can contain, um, if they can contain Hatcher and, 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 you know, send some blitz packages, do, you know, put some pressure on like they did with Zach Thomas last week and make them, make them uncomfortable setting, getting some throws off. I think the Cajuns can be in good shape. Um, again, when you know, it's, if they can halt Arkansas State's passing attack, that's a situation where you know you get some three and outs here and there, and the Cajun offense does their thing. You know they can they can put the game not to say they can put the game away early, but you can definitely get that comfortable lead moving forward, and, and um, you know it, it'll look a lot things will look a lot brighter on the side of the Cajun sideline rather than Arkansas State's. No, I, 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 look, I look to dominate late in the game. I don't think we'll spin it out of control early and just dominate. I think that we'll wear on them, and over time, we'll just wear them down. I, I, I see that that's the path to victory. But here's another thing. It's an opportunity to show that you can win in a different way. If you can beat a passing team, great. you got to you got to put that on tape. 
if we're legit and we want to be taken seriously, we got to win that way. you got to win all kind of ways. Absolutely. No question about it. And also, too, um, I kind of wanted, I don't know, did you, uh, I'm not sure if you if there was anything else you wanted to mention about anything in particular with Arkansas State, but I kind of wanted to go back and talk a little bit about the fan support um, last week against App State and moving forward. Um, you know, I've heard some comments here and there that, you know, well, man, you know, we had a, a letdown game and all these people came in and we're just not, I don't see a crowd being, you know, it was 21,000 people, but I don't see the crowd being like that moving forward. If that's no. the case, if that's the case, then you, I think you're, you're going to be in for a rude awakening because you're going to be missing out. Um, again, if, I, I'm, I'm really basing this game next week as sort of a, um, a huge, a huge opportunity for this team to kind of run with a little bit of a win streak to move forward and gain some momentum going into the heart of the conference schedule. Uh, you know, we, we still need our fans to support this team. I know Wednesday night was disappointing. I understand that the crowd was there. Uh, this, it was loud. It was intense. But continue to support this team. Don't let one game be a letdown to where, man, I, I don't want to go to another game because they lost to the one I went to. I don't see the Cajuns outside of maybe Troy – I just don't see the Cajuns losing any more games at home. And I don't even know if the Cajuns are going to lose. I, I think the Cajuns are going to be Troy. I'm, what I'm saying is is that don't give up on this team after one game. Um, we can we need the, the community, to, community to continue to support this program. I think Coach Napier is doing great things. Um, and um, I kind of wanted to reiterate on that because I heard some, you know, some side comments on, uh, man, we went to the game, but they lost. Don't let one game turn you away from not going again. If you really enjoyed the experience, there's three more home games this season moving forward, and um, we hope to see you at homecoming. It's a 4 o'clock kickoff. The team to the east is off that weekend. Uh, and if they get a win, look, they're 5-2. and two. They'd be 5-2 and two going in if they win next week. And go enjoy yourself. Go to the game and support the, this, this team that's, work, that's working really, really hard. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think there, there's, no, there's no shortage of excitement. Um, you can just walk around this town, and you know, Cajun football is the is the topic of conversation. Um, it's fun again. It's fun again. And to to kind of add on to Duty's thoughts there, uh, I believe that uh, timing is a very underrated part of life. I think it's so important. I think we don't even realize how much timing plays a role in our lives. Okay, I think that yeah, we lost to App State, but look. It was a game. It was fun. It was fun to be a part of something again. I think that if correct me if I'm wrong, but our next home game is homecoming, correct? Yes. Okay, so go out and win a couple of games on the road and come home to a, a grandiose welcome. Let's have a good time for homecoming. And when you do that and you get everybody all together again and they remember that it was fun and that the buzz is there and they realize that it's all back and it's fun and you know we can do this all over again. I, I think that after homecoming, when you got Troy coming back, and that has an opportunity to be a hell of an atmosphere and a spectacle. And I'm looking forward to that because I think that's what we'll end up being. So, uh, yeah, everybody continue to support. Watch on TV. Listen on the radio. Do what you got to do. But uh, let's all come together and continue to push this thing forward. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we'll, we'll take a break real quick, um, get, a, get a word in from the sponsors. And when we come back, um, Josh, Jerry, I kind of want to go into, you know, the – the do's and do nots 
over this game, game plan-wise, um, what the Cages need to do to win, what the Cages need to stay away from. Um, and we'll talk some X-Factors and throw out some, some early score predictions. So we'll step aside and we'll be right back here on the Rage and Cajun Army. The Rage and Cajun Army podcast is brought to you each and every week by Nick Selfo State Farm, conveniently located across from the Petroleum Club at 200 Hyman Boulevard here in Lafayette. Call Nick and his staff for all your insurance needs, whether it be home, auto, life, or health. 337-981-6638. And welcome back into the Rage and Cajun Army. Matt Miguez, Jerry Hebert, Josh Jagno. And guys, you know, like I, like I said before the break, let's talk about the do's and, do's and don'ts of the Arkansas State game on Thursday night. Um, Josh, I'll start with you. What do the Cajuns need to do offensively to get the win over Arkansas State? They need to be themselves. They need to show up and do what they know how to do. We've got NFL talent on the offensive line. Let's use it. we got NFL talent in the backfield. Let's use it. That's what they need to do. You know, I want to see that. I, you know, Even if it's a three or four yard cloud of dust type of situation, let's, let's pound them. Let's pound him into submission. I would love to see that because I hate him so much. Yeah, I just want to see him in the dirt. I, I think that's an agreed upon statement by all three of us. None of us like App State. I mean Arkansas State. Why do I keep getting confused ASU, there? ASU, it's the same um, <laughs> Jerry, I'll, I'll I'll give you the the defensive dues. What 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 does the defense need to do to come home victorious? Well, it's simple. Contain their passing game. That's their bread and butter. They throw up and down the field. Um, you put some blitzes on their quarterback, Hatcher. I mean, make them make uncomfortable. Give them some hits. Make them throw off his back foot. And uh, secondary, just keep doing what they're doing. Play, play tight coverage. And also, force some turnovers. Force some three and outs. Keep them out of their groove. That, they did a good job against App State last week. Even in a few of those drives, they were able to force a few punts and do what they can to keep – the Cajuns offense on the field because I do think the Cajuns offense will score some points next Thursday night. I think that this is one of those games they're going to have an opportunity to make up for some of the mistakes they made against App State, and I think they'll they'll be able to sustain some drives with that rushing attack. But yeah, contain the passing game. Um, don't don't give up third downs, right? Don't extend any drives because again, you're on you're on the road at Arkansas State, right? They score points. It's hard for the Cajuns to win there. Just do what you can, keep the offense off the field, and contain their passing game. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'll, I'll take over the, the do-nots for the game plan as a whole. Um, I think, like like we've talked about, you know, Arkansas State's a dirty team. Don't stoop to that level. Um, stay disciplined. Um, stay focused. Keep your emotions in check. Um, obviously, you know, when, when these two teams get together, it's an emotional game. Um and so, yeah, I think I think the biggest thing for Louisiana is just to keep the emotions in check. Stick to your game plan. Um, do not let Arkansas State control the tempo. Absolutely. Do not let Agreed. them control the game. Um, if you if you let them, they're they're the type of team that if you let them control the tempo, they are going to run away with it. Whether they yep. whether they are beat up with injuries, we might be you know five times more talented than them. But if you let them control the pace, they're going to run away with the game. Um, so Matt, Matt, can I comment on the poise of the team? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, uh, like you said, don't get frustrated and stay focused. Uh, something that gives me a lot of confidence in this game, uh, specific to that, is I don't think this team really gets frustrated. I, I haven't seen one time, well, one time. I can remember one time, I think it was Farad Gardner, who lost his cool in the in the five games or six games that we played. I don't think as a whole that we struggle with, with temperament, uh, getting frustrated, etc. I, I think 
I don't think it'll be an issue. I agree that it can't happen, but I don't think it'll be an issue. No, and, and and I agree with you. Um, obviously, you know, like you said, Farad Gardner uh, got kind of heated at one point in this season. I can also vividly remember Robert Hunt in the Mississippi State game. Um, he got that 15-yard penalty um, right there at the beginning of the, the second half. Um, you know, th- those kind of little things that that just can't happen. Um, you're right. not you're not going to be a nine ten win football team with those things happening. Um, because clearly, like it showed in that Mississippi State game. I think that drive where we got that 15-yard penalty really it, it shifted. Killed yeah, it, it killed us. But I agree that it needs. To, they have got to be cognizant that Arkansas State will try to get under their skin. Arkansas State is not as good. They're not as well coached, so they use dirty tactics, and they will try to get under the player's skin. We have to be cognizant of it, and we have to overcome. Yep, 100% agree. Um, Jerry, you got anything else to say before we get into X-Factors and predictions? Well, I think this is one of those situations, like you said, you know, do, as far as the don'ts, yeah, keep your cool. Don't do anything stupid. I mean, straight up, don't do anything stupid. And one thing, don't don't let that offense get into a groove. Every time you let Arkansas State's offense get into a groove, it always backfires on us, right? Yep. You don't want them to score 14 points in the first 10 minutes of the game or the first five minutes of the game. You want to be able yes. to keep them off the field. You want to be able to kill that momentum early on, make them punt. And then when the Cajuns get the ball, score on them, right? Keep that offense hey, off the, on, out of the roof. On that note, use your offense as a defense. Yeah. Hold the ball. T.O.P. is important. Run, the run, clock. run, run. Keep the ball in the hands of Levi so that Arkansas State can't set the tempo. Use your offense as defense. And one other thing, too, and I, and <laughs> I might get some criticism for saying this. Offensively, yes. don't be cute. No need for the trickery. No need for the... Let's let's get fancy. Look, what's the bread and butter? Run the football. Run. It's been a trend though, and I'm glad you said that. This it's team, been a trend. Look, this Arkansas State team, or should I say this Arkansas State defense, look, they're they're depleted with injuries. What I mean, there's this is a perfect opportunity for this rushing attack to like really dominate the not only the line of scrimmage, but just ground and pound all it game. Long. Your will. Yes. And, and and I think especially with Levi, Levi, just get back to doing your thing. Take what the defense gives you. Don't panic. Don't run in circles. Don't run back. Every time he runs back 30 yards, I freak out, right? Now, luckily, yeah. he's elusive enough to get to get away from it, but I'm still like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Don't do it. Don't do it. But, right? he, but he causes a lot of the problem for himself. Well, I, I just I just think that offensively, what not to do, again, just stick with it, – it's almost like Bud Kilmer, right, on Varsity Blues, you know, uh, and I've said it before. Stick with the basics. Stick with the basics. Stick with the basics. Stick with the basics, right? So, yeah, that's no. the game plan. Stick uh, with the basics. A hundred percent, guys. Um, let, let's get into X factors now. Give me a player on offense and a player on defense or special teams, whichever one you want to choose. Um, that's gonna make the difference Thursday night. Josh, you go. Joe Dillon got to wreak havoc off the edge. Uh, you know, it, there's been a weird thing where he. he it impacts the game early on, and then he kind of fades. I don't know if they start getting some chips and maybe double teaming him, but and then also, you know, he's got he's still coming off the injury, so it might get tender later on. And I, I really don't know the full extent of that situation. But when Joe Dillon is engaged and he's making uh, a quarterback's life miserable, I mean, it, it, it impacts the game. And I think it, you know, if you're gonna if they're gonna throw the ball, we're gonna have ample opportunity to rush the passer. So Joe Dillon, I want to see Joe Dillon with three sacks. Jerry. Uh, defensively, you say Joe Dillon, I say Chauncey Manack. I think Chauncey's, you know, he's very aggressive on 
on the D-line as well. Um, I know he's coming off that injury, and he played a decent game the other night. He did sub a few times, but I think this is one of those games where he kind of gets back his groove. Um, and, of course, like you said, they're going to put pressure on the quarterback, and I think Chauncey's going to have a good game. He's going to have a few tackles, and uh, we'll see what he can do. But offensively, uh, X-Factor, look, Trey Regis only had seven touches the other night. I think he gets back into his groove this week. I think he gets more touches, and I think he'll get in the end zone a few times. And again, you know, Coach Napier has done a fantastic job with with uh, with with Trey Regis, especially putting him in the third and fourth quarter where you wear that defense down. That's exactly the formula that beat Georgia Southern. I think that's going to be the formula to beat Arkansas State Thursday night. All right, guys, y'all are ready for my X Factor? I'm going to blow yeah. your mind. What you got? Good eye, Mike. Reese <laughs> Burns. <laughs> Gotta give hey, let's that give let's give that man a round of applause. No, give that man a round of applause for his effort the other night against App State. I mean, guys, let let's be let's let's break it down. Six punts. Four of them were downed inside the twenty. One seventy yard kick, right? Yeah. Yeah. He had he had, in his six punts, he had four punts of fifty or more. Four punts were inside the twenty, and one was I think I think it was seventy one yards. Reese Burns single-handedly changed that game. Masterful performance by by Reese Burns. I mean, honestly, it it, it caught national attention. Um, the the Sun Belt Twitter page posted on um, on their Twitter page with the caption "Punters are people too." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, congrats to to Reese Burns for giving giving the Aussies and giving the punters some love. I mean. Kickers always get knocked around by the media and by the <laughs> fan base. So I mean, props, props for props to Reese for giving the giving the special teams something to brag about. That was about. very impressive, absolutely. Wow. All right, guys, predictions. Jerry, go first. What you got? Uh, I think the Cajuns get back on track. Um, you know, again, it's, it's it's really. I think it's more of the defense having to stop Arkansas State's passing attack. Uh, but you know what? With the injuries that Arkansas State has right now, with the fact that, I mean, honestly, Arkansas State hasn't really been able to stop anyone, I think the Cajuns' offense gets back on track. I think the defense does a, a good enough job to uh, to stop that passing attack. I'm going to say Cajuns 35-24. 35-24. I like it. Josh? Very nice. Uh, I think we run away with it in the second half. I think that they cannot... Uh, even with a full roster, they, they can't keep up with this running game. And, and with a depleted roster, I think they have no chance in the second half. Uh, I say we run them into the ground 45-24 roll cages. Okay, you ready for this? Going into the fourth quarter, the game's going to be tied 28-28. Okay, first three quarters are going to be a knockout. Fourth quarter, injuries, weaker defense. think it's too much for the, for the Red Wolves to handle. Cajuns get three uh, fourth quarter touchdowns. They went at 49-28. It's kind of similar. It's actually very similar to what happened at Georgia Southern. Um, game was really close, but I think in the fourth quarter, the Cajuns just, I mean, the Cajun rushing attack was just too much for Georgia Southern's defense to stop. Yeah. So, no, and I mean. They just impose their will. I no. think the Cajun, look, the App State game was an anomaly. Um, again, I mean, that's a top. For more than one reason. It's a top 30 team. And I think the yeah. Cajuns. I think some they they had a few SIWs, uh, some self-inflicted wounds. Um, 
And I think they're going to correct that. I think the coaching staff is going to do a fantastic job correcting those mistakes this week leading up to the game in Arkansas State. Again, and I can't, I can't help but reiterate it. History tells us it's hard to win up in Jonesboro. But I think the scenario and the situation going into this game actually favors the Cajuns with the fact that Arkansas State's defense hasn't been playing too well. They have a lot of injuries. I think their offense is okay. I just don't think the offense can go into a shootout with this Cajun offense right now because I think the Cajun offense will get back on track. And... I think they're going to do well both in the passing game and the rushing attack. I just think the rushing attack is going to be too much for Arkansas State's defense to handle late in the second half. All right, you know, I, I'm, I'm in the mood of introducing new segments. Um, This week I am going to air the first edition of kind I don't know I don't know what I'm going to call it yet, but it's kind of like a behind enemy lines thing. Um, I'm teaming up with co-host of the award-winning Arkansas State Red Wolf Radio Show under review, Mr. Chase Gage. He's gonna he's gonna jump on. Um, we're gonna have a um, a one on one interview. Talk about you know what, what what we can expect from both teams and it was gonna be a great rivalry game like it always is. Um, we'll probably do that you know Monday or Tuesday. So uh, look look for that coming to your to your airwaves soon. Um, guys, any final words before we wrap this one up? What you got, Josh? Any final words? Look, I hate Arkansas State. I always hated them. I'm going to hate them forever. I hope we destroy them. Boo, Red Wolves. <laughs> yes. Um, hate, 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 hate. <laughs> Well, this is again. It's it's a it's it's a tough matchup. I said before the before the App State game that this the next two games, whether it was App State or Arkansas State, it, it's going to be the the two toughest games moving forward for the Cajuns. And uh, we're down one, but I think the Cajuns have a chance to redeem themselves next week in Jonesboro. And again, the the, the scenario runs in favor of the Cajuns. We just have to, we're going to see how they respond. I'm really curious to see how this Cajun team will respond after the game against App State the other night. And I think it's a positive because here's the thing. The Cajuns still control their destiny in the Sun Belt West if they are able to take care of business uh, next Thursday night. Uh, like you said, I'm not a big fan of Arkansas State. I love the rivalry between the two teams because it's always very exciting. And uh, may the best team win, and I hope that best team come the end of Thursday night is the Cajuns. Yep, well, we know, that we know for a fact the best people will win. Absolutely. The best people always win. Best people always win. I'll never forget one time. I'm, I'm at the Arkansas State game up in Jonesboro. This is 2011, and um, this was actually this was Coach Hudspeth's first year. The Cajuns were eight and two going into that game, I believe. And if they would have won it, I think the winner was. It was kind of like an un. It was like an unofficial conference championship, if you will. If, if whoever won that game were, was going to be crowned conference champions for the year, and I remember sitting with a bunch of Cajun fans, and some Arkansas State fan looked just like Larry the Cable Guy. And he kind of comes up to us like, "Go Red Wolves!" And he goes, he goes, just to let you guys know, y'all aren't LSU. Y'all, 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 y'all. As much as y'all try, y'all aren't LSU, right? Y'all aren't LSU. And he just kind of walked off. We're all kind of looking at each other like, "The hell's this guy's problem?" Like, what? I just, I just assume all Arkansas State Red Wolves fans look like Larry the Cable Guy. I almost, and I almost, and I know this sounds so mean, but I almost tempted him. I was like. I almost was like, "Hey, Larry, can I have your autograph?" Like, just to be a just to be a smarty pants, but I didn't want to go that far. We were in enemy territory. But look, I'm I'm, I'm joking. Most Arkansas State fans I've met in Lafayette, very friendly people. They they enjoy they enjoy going to the games. They love their Red Wolves just as much as we love our Cajuns. But come game time, it's a war. It's always a battle, and I hope the Cajuns can come out on top next week and and go into a bye with a five and two record and get ready for Texas State for homecoming. So. Good and luck to the Cajuns, and um, 
Hope, hope, hope they get that win up and, there. And, let, and let's be let's be honest. Calling somebody Larry the Cable Guy is better than App State calling us inbred coonasses. Good point. Hey, I I enjoyed the hell out of that. That was a whole lot of fun. It was, it was, and you know, I I if I know Arkansas State fans are going to get a hold of this because we're going to blast it all over their message boards. Um, <laughs> You know, if, if y'all want a banner with us, bring it on. Because I mean, we'll we'll give it to you for sure. I have several hot takes that are not appropriate for this podcast, so a hundred percent. I think we've added enough material in here that, like, they're definitely going to have some. They're going. We're going to see some more uh, Twitter quotes from this podcast. No, totally. Like we, uh, hey, like we Matt, had. That should be a segment. Twitter quotes. Matt's, Matt's Twitter fights. That's got to be a segment. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll wrap it up here. Um, we'll look forward to the game Thursday night with Arkansas State. 6.30 kickoff on ESPNU. Obviously, you can listen on ESPN 1420 two hours before kickoff with Steve Pelican and Chris Gannon on the tailgate show. Jerry, what you got? Also, too, I just want to say to the people here in Lafayette that want to watch the game, if you don't want to be at home, uh, I believe the uh, UL alumni is having a watch party. Um, I got the email today if you're part of the Alumni Association at Tula's Tacos downtown. Tula's Tacos, Lafayette. yeah. They have the patio open. You can watch the game there. Or you go to the normal spot, Pete's, Pete's. on Johnson Street. Pete's. They do Pete's. a fantastic job with their watch parties. I've had the chance to go to two of them this year. It's always packed with Cajun fans. That place gets rowdy after every Cajun score. So if you don't want to be at home by yourself, Yourself. If you want to go uh, and go uh, go go have some fun and road day with some Cajun fr- Cajun friends, go either Pete's, Tula's uh, Tacos, or and I'm sure there's a lot of sports bars around town that will have. Absolutely, the game. and you know Pete's is the official um, away game headquarters of the Raging Cajuns. Um, hey, Charlie does a great job, and uh, you know this is going to be the only time I plug his restaurant for free, Mister Charlie. Look, step it up, baby. Get get to be a part of the Raging Cajun Army. No. But, hey, Great plug, great atmosphere. Always have a good time at Pete's. Uh, and I want to say this also, Matt. Uh, Matt has gotten Raging Cajun Army to off to uh, it's, it's hitting new stratospheres. Uh, listen, we're on iTunes now. We're all over the place. We're going to be further, going further and further. You guys keep listening, subscribe, rate, uh, share, like, comment, hate us, love us, hate us. I don't care if you hate us. Just give us publicity. <laughs> You can hate me all you want to. A lot of people do. It's okay. Hey, you know what it does? Whether it's hate, guess what? They're still clicking on the link. Bad publicity is still publicity. There you go. All right, guys. That's it for this episode of the Raging Cajun Army. Like I said, Thursday night, 630. Watch it at Pete's. Watch it at Tula's. If you get the urge, drive to Jonesboro. Do do what you got to do. Watch the Cajuns game. Watch us become... Five and two, and then we'll come home and beat Texas State and be six and two. All eligible, and and hey, all and yeah. all and all will be giddy here on the Raging Cajun Army. Until then, we'll see you next week. Go Cajuns! <laughs>